Hello there. You're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Friday, the 22nd of October. I'm joined today by Apollonia Vlaslova, who is a Watson's Daily ambassador. Hi there, Apollonia. How are you doing today? Hi, Peter. I'm great. Sunny day in Edinburgh here. How are you? Lovely. Um, you definitely need to write that one down in the diary. Um, <laughs> sorry, I say that. I say that. I, mean, I used to go to Edinburgh loads and... Uh, and, you know, I, I always made sure that I took my umbrella, <laughs> whatever, whatever time of year it was. Um, but it is a beautiful place. Um, anyway, um, so uh, what did you find most exciting from Watson's Daily today? I mean, there's so much to pick from this week has really been rich in content. Um, but my favorite story was a snap shares, not favorite snap shares plunging. Uh, not, um, but um, essentially the story that I found most interesting there was um, snap shares plunging by a whole quarter of their value. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen conflicting information there between 23 and 25%. So just to be accurate there, um, yeah. upon its announcement that Apple's recent privacy policy has significantly hindered its ability to target users and um, properly analyze the success mm-hmm. of its ad service. Yeah. So the majority of Snap's revenue is ad derived, mm. uh, especially it advertises beauty products, cosmetics, that sort of thing. And you can see that its ad service is so closely tied to its value. Mm. um in that and also the news cut facebook's and twitter's shares by six and seven percent respectively um so it had a bit of a domino effect there um so to summarize briefly apple's policy prevents essentially prevents apps from collecting user data and engagement stats mm-hmm. without their consent and now it also only provides aggregate data share um, data information after a 72-hour waiting period rather than mm-hmm. in real time previously and mm. it's also not individual information uh, so it's not allowing apps to essentially track um, users individually. Yeah. What I found most interesting about this is not actually the Snap part of the story, but the Apple part of the story, and that Apple's advertising business, surprisingly, <laughs> uh, benefited from its privacy, but not surprisingly, that's talking, but um, mm. benefited from its privacy policy um, in what some critics find to be potentially sketchy ways. Mm. Um, so in-house, Facebook, I mean, I'm oh, sorry, um apple has this in-house search ad business which um essentially puts sponsored ads above your search results uh Mm -hmm. and directs users towards specific apps who have paid for the service Mm -hmm. uh so to illustrate the search ad business now accounts for 58 percent of all advertisement based app downloads on iphones compared to 17 percent last year so that's just to illustrate how much Apple's ad service has boomed after um, after its introduction of its privacy policies. Mm-hmm. And I mean, app advertisement is a massive market. It's estimated to grow to $118 billion next year, yeah. uh, of which Apple is estimated to earn $20 billion in a year in three years' time. Yeah. So there is, you know, do what you will with those numbers. <laughs> but I think yeah. that is... That is um, very interesting what do you think in that peter i mean i think well so uh, going back going to snap itself um i mean this is obviously a real pain for snap because um snap has been trying to increase revenues you know find different revenue streams over the years and sort of not really done particularly Mm -hmm. well i mean it's it's tried the spectacles 
you know, um, twice now. Um, and I think both times it's pretty much failed. Um, uh, although, I mean, I know, um, you know, fa- funnily enough, fa- Facebook again, uh, you know, Facebook and Ray <laughs> I think that's why I accidentally said that because we just keep discussing. Well, Facebook. yeah, exactly. You know, um, but it's, it is, fa- you know, Facebook and Ray Ban obviously got together and made yeah. those um stories um sunglasses which which are great for you know <laughs> uh for certain things so i mean i you know i it's it, so they you know snap have tried that um they you know i think they've been a relative late comer um into mm-hmm. advertising but and so they've been seeing that doing quite nicely um but now this this thing with apple has obviously put paid to a lot of that and so they're really going to have to try and find something else i think um i mean it's obviously it's not cut to zero or anything but mm-hmm. it just means that the um uh the potential is is a lot less so it's really going to have to go back to the drawing board and and think of some more original things that uh that instagram can copy <laughs> um so um so yes i mean i you know i think it's it's it, that so interesting puts the spanner in the works for snap um for sure um they're going to have to think they're going to have to go back to the drawing board and see what they can do to try and make up for it. A lot of these apps are now switching their resources to Android, but obviously mm. that doesn't account for, you know, the majority or the um, kind of all of the market, but mm. they are switching their resources to um, Androids and um, Google's advertising mm. services. Mm. Um, I think also, I'm just wondering about the whole Apple privacy policy thing because it's um critics have said that it essentially gives itself a free pass because Mm. it itself is exempt from its own privacy policies Mm. and it in fact uses for its search ad business um uses uh consumer data Mm. so i'm just wondering whether that's a bit of a ticking bomb there or whether apple will be able to get away with it again (laughs) yeah i mean this is the thing isn't it i mean apple um always seems to come through these things um yeah. more unscathed um than say google or facebook for instance um so i i do think at some point someone's going to realize that apple is not quite as squeaky clean as as it likes to project um and that it also indulges in in things that are maybe at, at the very least close to the wind um in terms of morals and 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 things like that um because you sort of the perception is it's all it's all nice it's beautiful it's sleek it's done in a a great way and um the user is at the center of it all but um yeah you do wonder you do wonder um so yeah so i think that this is this is a yeah it's a good story it's a shame for snap um it's interesting about apple it does play into this whole um, them earning more more money, um, them doing better from their ad business, um, but ultimately, what's the, what's going to happen? The immediate to midterm future um, is going to be key, I think. Um, and if it, be, I would almost say, if it starts to become, if its growth becomes too much, it you have to be careful that its growth doesn't mm-hmm. isn't too good um because if it is then that i think that's going to um take it you know potentially get regulators interested and they're going to start looking at it closely i think we do know that regulators can be a bit slow with these things though so i am i'm wondering kind of whether it will be able to expand by so much so fast that um kind of the regulators will have to 
um, try to keep up. Mm. Uh, I think in terms of on the app side of things, I am wondering whether some apps will try again to find ways to circumvent so there to circumvent these policies. Because, for example, there was the um, consortium, so to say, of um, Chinese apps such as TikTok and Baidu that tried to um, essentially circumvent Apple's policies, but mm. were um, defeated by Apple in the summer of mm. this year. Uh, so what I think Apple will do is spend even more money on its um, kind of defense mechan- mechanisms and mm. on its um, cyber side of things to prevent that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and I think that will be a massive area of spending for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wonder whether there will be attempts at all. <laughs> That's just mm. purely out of it. I think they're going to have um, to at some point, but it just seems that I think Facebook's going to get it in the neck first. Um, then mm. probably Google. Um, and then, um, well, may- maybe Twitter. I don't know. Because Twitter's another one, I think, that they get away with all sorts. And, you know, mm. Jack Dorsey's, um, you know, just because he's got a beard, um, it just me- <laughs> it doesn't mean to say he's particularly forward thinking i mean he you know the, the whole thing about inter, uh, trolls and stuff uh, i'd say twitter's just as bad if as if not worse th- than everyone else i mean all the abuse that people get on Twitter. i mean god the th- the problem is i i don't use twitter loads and i just keep seeing i mean i i know i should turn these things off but i i i see these these uh these notifications and i think oh my god i'm just not you know there's a lot of very aggressive people out there Uh, not towards me but just just generally um by the way that's that's not a challenge (laughs) uh but you know it's it's, it's, you know it's just that there's a lot of aggressive people and you think why you why are you so aggressive i mean it's no it's no Mm. it's neither here nor there really but you you know you're clearly you've got a bit of an issue so um so anyway it, sorry, but it does have that reputation. It's how, you know, I don't know. It's, it essentially has that reputation almost to the point of making it a norm. So, for example, when you go on Instagram, I think there's also with Facebook and Instagram, there's a whole issue with um, young people and children being kind of um, being targeted or being uh, exposed to kind of online threats. Mm. Well, I think Twitter is primarily not used by children. Mm. So I think that aspect is firstly in terms of publicity. Um lets it get away with some stuff because you can't have the whole oh my god mm. you're hurting children mm. um type of thing mm. but also i think it's just it's almost known for a very toxic environment mm. um so it's almost people come into twitter expecting that to an extent and i think that it not in any way to justify that but that's, it's a bit like, i don't know that's kind of it's a bit, a bit like walking into the roughest bar in the neighborhood <laughs> isn't it really i suppose you sort of like open the doors you think well <laughs> you know i may well get into a fight here but you know apparently they do quite good beer here so you know so maybe it's maybe that's maybe that's a good i don't know whether that's a good yeah. uh, analogy or not uh, but no, i absolutely uh, think that it needs to be regulated and that is in no way acceptable but hmm. Um, that's just what I think is currently letting it get away with yeah. uh, things compared to Facebook and say Instagram. I think that they need to, you know, they need to crack down, but they need to make sure that it that it cracks down on everyone, not just mm-hmm. the not just what is perceived to be the the naughtiest. Um, but because it is everyone. currently a bit of like a whack a mole <laughs> yeah. at the moment, yeah, it is. isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah it, ne- it needs to be a bit more preventative. But yeah, I agree. So there we go. Yeah, so what was what was yours then? Um, well, mine was all about giving out free cryptocurrency. Um, so before before, I mean, that sounds like a very clickbaity thing to say, but <laughs> um, but um, I did think it was 
Uh, there was a very interesting article in the FT today. Uh, the article is called More Than 100,000 People Have Had Their Eye Scanned for Free Cryptocurrency. So basically, it sounds like some sort of net. It sounds like a Netflix series. This, but um, yeah. So this. So there's this. Um, uh, you know, the, 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 the there's this company, and they have these. Uh, I guess well, tokens called World Coin. So um, a, a a cryptocurrency called World Coin. And what they've done is they, from what I can see, is they they've given um, a number of people these things called orbs right and you look into the orb i can't believe i'm saying this but you look into the orb right and it reads your iris and somehow it uses it turns that into something that can be like your id um and then the promise is you will get some or uh, or some um cryptocurrency as a result of that so sounds you know, if you were knocking around, the, sitting around the park, uh, minding your own business, and someone comes up to you and says, oh, would you, would you like to look into my orb? Um, and you think, well, hold on a minute, what's going on here? And then they say, oh, no, no, don't worry, it's all legit. Uh, you'll get some cryptocurrency. And then everyone's going, oh, yeah, okay, then. Um, it does sound, you know, a bit strange. But, but anyway, yeah. basically, people... But there was quite a bit of a take-up, wasn't there? Yeah. I mean, there yeah. is, and you know, and and actually, the, there's there's all, um, you know, this this is this is going to be rolled out very quickly across, you know, across the world, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. So apparently, so they're 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 reading irises um, like there's no tomorrow, um, and they're going to develop this cryptocurrency network, which is going to date, and and it's that's built on Ethereum, uh, and they're going to debut early next year and and uh, upon which time they will then reveal how much um of their uh their crypto that you know how much world coin each person who's had their iris mm-hmm. on the orb um uh, yeah, they're gonna say how many they've got so supposedly free money it just seems a bit dodged to me i mean the fact that you're you're going to these places and asking them to have their iris read and they you're going to get paid in something that they don't know what it is and they don't know how valuable it is it just sounds very wrong to me but um, dystopian, doesn't it? Um, yeah i don't know yeah, what, what no, are you the, looking at that the thing is that it i mean if it comes from a place of giving people universal basic income maybe it's a good idea but i just i don't know there is this i, I told you during a call but there is this expression in russian um the only free cheese is in a mousetrap yeah um and that just that i don't know why that's that just might be my cynical skeptical way of thinking because it it does seem kind of sketchy doesn't it just having something for free but yeah. for your biometric data because i think that um so essentially for me the major issue here is that of privacy and that of biometric data privacy that is a very very significant aspect mm. because i mean uh one of the articles talking about this very correctly said that if you know if some your credit card is copied you can get a new one national insurance number copied you can get a new one mm. but if your face is um essentially leaked you can't get a new one so no. i think that um biometric data is very very sensitive issue and mm. a lot of developers so for example when iphone was developing its uh biometric data um services so like fingerprint um scanners and that sort of thing its whole thing was that um it doesn't leave the phone it stays mm. in your phone and that's why it's secure. Mm. However, with this data traveling, which is, you know, it's impossible to just contain it to this orb. It is 
um, then translated into code, and it is kind of sent off to the to the headquarters, if you will. Um, that the, to me the evil is layer. very susceptible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That to me is is maybe very prone to interception, very prone to cyber attacks, and very prone to leaks. So mm. I know that blockchain kind of claims to be very safe, mm. uh, but I think that it there are still so many vulnerabilities there, and it, I mean the uptake has been basically well. It seems that people um, do not worry that much about no. it, but no, especially in, in you know, in, especially in payments of um, a, a cryptocurrency that they've never heard of, and uh, yeah, yeah, the promise of something they've never heard of, and that they don't know how much they're going to get, you know, clearly excites a lot of people, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, know. the thing is that uh, we understand that's they're saying that essentially it's just your iris there's nothing else connected to it um and they're going to delete all the information as soon as it becomes code they haven't yet they're still storing it and they're saying that they're storing it for the algorithm to be developed so already kind of a sketch but um essentially the issue with that is we know on past mistakes so to say say the netflix scandal a couple years back when uh you could essentially, it turns out, you can literally find a person just by their preference in one or two films, mm. um, and you can track it back to the person. We can see that very, very little data is needed to actually track someone down. And I mm. think it also goes a bit against the grain of the whole idea of cryptocurrency and, and Bitcoin and blockchain in that it is a bit of a fringe, a bit of a decentralized and uh, more anonymous space. So mm. I'm not sure, even in terms of their image in that regard, I'm not sure how they're going to position it within the yeah. crypto market, so to say. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens, won't we? I mean, but um, yeah. you heard it here. It is a curious bit of news. Curious Indeed. bit of news. Indeed. And, uh, you know, I mean, you heard it here, uh, WorldCoin on uh, Watson's Daily via uh, the Financial Times. But uh, one to keep a track of, um, you know, and also actually another thing to sort of gain from this is the fact that it's based on Ethereum. So it's another thing that's based on mm. Ethereum. Um, and it seems to be, um, you know, Ethereum seems to be the blockchain of choice at the moment. Um, so, uh, yeah. so yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was it was quite small. It's, sorry, neither, but it was Ethereum was not small, but it, I, I think it really, really was less known to even half a year ago. Mm-hmm, definitely. Now it's, it's blooming. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah. So there we go. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Um, you know, end the, end the week on a high, uh, you know, free cryptocurrency. Um, and um, uh, yeah, just want to say, you know, thank you very much um, this week, uh, Apollonia. It's, it's been great. Massive thank you for having me on the podcast. It has been exciting and um, just a great opportunity to chat. No, no problem at all. Um, and uh, as of course, as always, thank you very much to the listeners for listening to us. Um, this obviously you know we're we are trying um to help you you know give you give you uh exciting news uh and a, and a bit of opinion um all, all thrown in together um on a on a daily basis and uh hopefully this is useful for you and interesting um anyway thank you very much indeed for your time um i will bid you a good day um and uh we'll be back uh, the watson's daily podcast will be back again uh, next week so many thanks Thank you. Thank you. Have but, a great weekend as well. Brilliant. Yeah, I, will, yeah. I will try. I will try to do so. <laughs> uh, thanks very much. Okay. See you then. Bye.